Hello, everyone, and welcome along to Championship Drill in our daily look at the World Cup as we take a break from the EFL Championship. But uh, a little bit of EFL Championship news at the top of the show, Phil, for uh, one of the games on Saturday, the only Championship game on Saturday. Um, you were just telling me about? Millwall Sunderland was supposed to be a three o'clock, three o'clock kickoff, but it got moved to accommodate the World Cup, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, I think Holland play USA at three. Yeah, so this will be this will be live on Sky at half twelve, which is actually good because I'm looking forward to a championship yeah. game back on. It'll be I good. Know it's only the one they'll... game this weekend. That's the only game this weekend. Yeah, obviously, I assume they'll be missing their World Cup players. Um, um, I would imagine we know Sunderland yeah. have a lad of Costa Rica. Yeah, I assume he's not going to be back and playing for Sunderland on Saturday, given he's playing tomorrow yeah. for Costa Rica. Yeah, the young but, lad. Um, old, yeah. But I guess that's that. That's okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's going to be fun to see a game uh, in the Championship back and we'll obviously talk about that when we do uh, Sunday's World Cup show. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about how that uh, Sunday, or rather Saturday night's World Cup show, we'll talk about how that Sunderland-Millwall game went. Yeah, exactly. As well. um, so, um, a little bit of World Cup news, I suppose, today. A couple of things. You were saying uh, some sad news you, you told me about earlier. Yeah, this has been ongoing for a while. Um but Pele was rushed to hospital. Um so it's been he I think he's got some sort of cancer, but I'm not sure what. Right. So. Um but he's not here, he's not well and there's prayers for him at the moment. So hopefully he pulls through. Fingers crossed um, he pulls through, absolutely. Um yeah. and we'll we'll just have to see how it goes. Well, he, um, did, he didn't look well when they showed kind of they did they showed kind of images of him and he didn't look well. No, no. Um, so fingers crossed for Pele and all prayers and thoughts and whatever you guys want to send, I'm sure would all be appreciated for him. Um, I suppose in England news, and I know we had JP on yesterday and we have him on, he'll be back with us hopefully tomorrow night. We yeah. can ask him a bit more about this. Um, we talked about Ben White not getting onto the pitch. Of it. The, the England team said he was out yesterday with illness after the game. But today Ben White has gone home. Um, and the reason, yeah. The reason for it that they've said is uh, personal reasons and that they asked for privacy at this time for for Ben White. So um, they're giving no further details other than saying it's personal reasons and that they don't expect him to rejoin the squad. Mm. Um, So, you know, hopefully it's not something serious. If it was an injury, be one thing, but hopefully it's not some, you know, sort of illness. Hopefully, you know, um, it's not like a death in the family or anything like that. We we'll have to wait and see. I suppose if information does. Yeah, that they'd out. say injury and then he's gone. Yeah, they said he was ill. Um, okay. He was ill yesterday, and that's why he wasn't training and didn't play. And then he's gone home today, and they said personal reasons. So, um, you know, it seems like they're protecting his privacy, whatever is going on. Yeah, and fine. obviously, people have to respect that. Yeah. But um, we're obviously hopeful that it's nothing too serious. That whatever it is gets sorted and. Um, he gets back to playing football as quickly as possible, but it seems like he's not going to be returning to the World Cup squad. So whatever it is, must be serious enough that he's going to miss uh, the rest of the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we can all hope that it's uh, it's nothing, nothing too serious. And I'm sure, you know, if something needs to be said, it'll be said in due course. So in the meantime, we just won't. There's no point in speculating really as to what's going on because no. it could be a hundred different things. Exactly. 
Well, then, we had some exciting groups today in terms of, especially the one we just watched, which was Group C, which we're going to talk about for, uh, first, rather. Um, the end of the game was kind of mad in, in Mexico, and we'll talk about that after Argentina and Poland. I only got to catch um, the second half of this. I was actually on a course with the FAI oh. uh, before that. Um, that they were running that I had to be, you know, for my for my coaching that I have to that I had to take. But you saw the first half. I thought second half of this one. Um controversial penalty for from what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> you see it all the time keepers come out and they jump for the ball. It's almost like he missed the ball and kind of hit Messi in the face. Yeah. But I I I I don't think it should have been a penalty. But justice was done and the penalty was saved. Um good save. But well, it was a great save. But the problem, the good thing is, for I suppose Poland, that the yeah. save, the save is pretty much kept them in it. It did, and we talked about that with the the Mexico game, and yeah. and not only that, Dave Chesney made ferocious number of saves in this yeah, game. Yeah, they they batter. It's it's a weird one because Poland, I thought, oh, it's all it's like Denmark. They almost just gave up. It was a weird one, wasn't it? Once they went two 0 down, it was like. Well, look, don't concede anymore because if Mexico score three, we're in trouble. Yeah. But it's also probably going into the game, and players these days know everything, like going into a match. Yeah. They're, they're well aware then as well that... It could um, come down to yellow cards. Well, it, it could, could come down to yellow cards, so they're not going to go in with stupid tackles either and pick up booking. Yeah, exactly. So it was must have been very strange for them to do it. 27% possession for Poland in this game. Yeah, they were not good. Uh, 23 shots from Argentina, 12 on target. So, like I said, they have Chesney to thank for keeping them in the World Cup, essentially. Pretty much. Um, no shots on target for Poland. And it's one of those, had Mexico got a third goal and, and you know, something had come true to tell, I don't know, could Poland have turned it on to try and get a goal back? I'm I don't, not sure I, they could have. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. They're going to really struggle uh, in the next round as well. Yeah, I think they have a tough game in the next round. We'll talk about that. Um, when we when go we to that, it, but, yeah. um, Argentina slowly getting better, or is it a case of Poland just were terrible? Uh, the after the guys talked about that and the commentary that's um, is it, they've said about a few teams actually in the World Cup. Yeah. Um, it, is it a case of like France today? We'll talk about that later, but it's a similar yeah. similar situation. Were they just that bad, or were they that good? Yeah. It's hard to. It's yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought Messi in patches was good in the second half. Yeah, the second his, half his running with the ball wasn't bad. His passing is always going to be decent and up there, and he's going to cause problems. Argentina yeah. are very good in the second half. Alexis McAllister is um, only twenty one, by the way. Twenty one. We know him from Brighton. He plays very well for Brighton. Somewhere hmm. in his ancestry, even though McAllister, um, Scottish, people might think of Scottish. It's actually yeah. Irish ancestry. He has a lot of Irish, as we know, emigrated to Argentina. Yeah, and during the famine and all that, so he he has some Irish connection there. We can't quite claim him because it is quite a, a few generations back, but uh, <laughs> but but still a nice little a nice little connection to Ireland with uh, Alexis McAllister. He's really put himself on the map, though, to be moving on in the summer. I think. I mean, he's been very good for Brighton. Yeah, or oh, he'll move on this. So he won't move yeah. in January. I think he'll stay for yeah. the rest of the season, but. And, oh, uh, he was very good at like someone like Arsenal. Yeah, I mean he's very good. He's very skillful on ball. I thought he was their player of the game today. He was very, very yeah, he good. Was certainly, certainly from what I saw. But yeah, I didn't great goal as well. Um, but but there we go. What about um, 
Alvarez and getting his first goal. Yeah. Was it? Um, Alvarez getting his first goal for Argentina. Yeah, great goal. Uh, nice big finish. goal. Yeah. And one that had Poland panicking, I'd say, especially how early he was, because Argentina could have went on and got another like, few. It was in the 60 odd minutes. Um, yeah, um, what was it, 60, 67 minutes? Yeah. So, like, with stoppage time, that's pretty much half an hour to go these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, with, um, with eight, nine what, minutes. Yeah. What do you make of that? Are you for it? He had it on the extra nine minutes. Yeah, if things are time wasted. Excitement for the World Cup for sure. I wouldn't fancy it in the Premier League though. There's a talk um that some ex refs have had, rather than this like ten minute stoppage time or whatever, of making football matches sixty minutes, but doing it that the clock stops every time the ball goes out of play, until it's back in play again. That's that's just American football, isn't it? Uh, well, the clock can keep running in that, but this is like, because on average, they were showing balls in play about 57, 58 minutes. Okay. So you lose it o- over half an hour generally with the ball so out they, of play. They, they do it in 30 minutes slots, I'm assuming. Do it in 30 minutes slots, but the ball is stopped, the clock stops um, every time the ball goes out of play. Now, that, that would make hard. for very interesting endings if there's no stoppage time. Where you see the clock counting down to ten seconds as you're true on goal. That would that um, actually would that would bring a great excitement to us. To be fair, it would to the end of the game. But it's a strange. It also the way they're saying it is there'd be no time wasting because if a goalkeeper takes twenty seconds to kick the ball out, the clock doesn't start until he kicks the ball. The best way out to try that is international friendly matches are something. something like that or down in the non-league or something like that and see what happens see how it goes yeah and because that's the way it would work it would be basically if there's a stoppage for an injury like a player faking an injury the clock stops yeah if there's a goal kick the clock stops until the ball's kicked yeah so a goalkeeper can't it would bring, I think it would bring a new dynamic to the matches for sure yeah it would certainly be very different and it will be a different way of not adding on 10-12 minutes at the end of matches at the end of a half rather yeah 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 because if you think about it, if you're adding on 10 minutes, that means they've only played, according to you, 35 minutes to that half. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're adding on another 10. Exactly. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. I don't know. People might let us know what they think about that um, idea. It's, it's, I think it was a ref. Uh, I can't remember who, but some ref came up with that as a as a possible idea. I don't... Like you said, it's one of those things they'll always trial somewhere else. Yeah. Um, they're not going to bring it into the Premier League next week or anything like yeah. that. They'll try it down the divisions first. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with uh, with Argentina as they move forward. Um, then, because Poland lost 2-0, now the game's going on at the same time, but Poland losing 2-0 meant if Mexico won 3-0, uh, Mexico would go through. Yeah. Um, or if Mexico won 3-1. Basically, if they scored three goals and won by more than two, or by two or more, they'd, um, they'd go through. Um. For the longest, longest time, it was 2-0 Mexico, 2-0 Argentina, which meant Mexico and Poland were level on everything. Head-to-head, they drew, yeah. uh, which isn't the first. First tiebreaker is goal difference. They were level on goal difference. Then it goes to goals scored. They were level on goals scored. Then it goes to head-to-head. They drew in their head-to-head game. So yeah. then it came down to yellow cards. And Mexico had two more yellow cards than Poland, mostly because they had five players booked against Poland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, what a way that would have been to go out. 
But then Aldessari scored for Saudi Arabia five minutes into stoppage time, um, which basically meant Poland go through on goal difference now instead of their discipline record. That said, had Mexico come back and won 3-1, they'd have had more goals scored than Poland, so they'd have actually gone through. Even though Saudi Arabia scored, it was still the same for Mexico. They just had to get another goal. They couldn't get it. Um, They left it too late in the tournament to have their best game. Exactly. I wanted to, speaking of Saudi Arabia, I wonder did the prince giving them those watches make, make them go like, okay, oh, we got our watches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, I have to say, though, yeah. I have to say, I've been very impressed with Saudi Arabia in this tournament. Yeah, um, good, yeah. Against Poland, we talked about it the other night. They should have won that game. Poland 100%. had three chances and scored two goals. 100%, yeah, I agree. Um, they weren't great in this game. No, but the pressure was on them because they had to win. Um, I but Mexico scored. knew they had to win by a few goals, and Mexico showed up. It was Mexico's best performance of the World Cup. Yeah, they just showed up too late. I think. I think if they scored that first goal, yeah. um, lots of chances. Um, they've had a lot of chances, a lot of chances. Mexico in this game, so they can't just come to that. They, they did have a goal, they thought they were gone 3 0 up and massive celebration, but he was. It wasn't even a close offside when they went back to VAR. Um, the goal wasn't given in the first place, but you know VAR will obviously check it just to make sure. And um, the linesman's like, hang on up. And he was. I mean, it wasn't close. He was like five, you know, five six yards offside nearly. It wasn't, well, maybe not that, but his entire body was offside. I'd put yeah, it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just like a shoulder. Um, yeah, I have to say, though, very impressed with Mexico in this game but not impressed with them in the tournament as a whole. And as co-host next time, I suppose it's something to, to build on. Um, and it's a case of too little too late, really, like you said. Yeah, um, they should have scored a goal in the first half, I think, if they'd gotten a goal in the first half. Yeah, and the first half was kind of drab, and they turned it on the second half. So um, that was much better for them. Yeah. So uh, what about... Um, I suppose the two teams that did get knocked out, like you said, Mexico didn't do enough. Saudi Arabia, though, I think can go home, you know, held held high. Um, I think they did what they what they could do in the tournament. I mean, beating Argentina is obviously going to be the highlight for them, and it's going to be a highlight for their team for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, and we're going to see them at more World Cups because of um, the new way FIFA is um, going to reshape the World Cup by the looks of things. Oh, really? Um, or more teams? Yeah. Added, yeah. Uh, 48 teams. Yeah. Which I think they're almost, they're giving five extra African teams and they're essentially to like the Middle East and, and, and Asian that are going to have an extra six or seven teams as well. So it's going to be, or an extra five teams or something. So the likes of Saudi Arabia and Qatar are going to be able to qualify. And who knows, maybe maybe China as yeah. well. Um, New Zealand, you know, um, I think there'll be one, maybe two extra European places, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be strange. And they're talking, I suppose, the conversation we can have after this World Cup in more detail. They haven't figured anything out yet, but they're talking about potentially having groups of three teams. Okay. And everybody plays each other once only. And yeah. the top two out of those three teams go through to the round of 32 into a straight knockout then. But what they're worried about is because games then don't happen simultaneously, yeah. if it comes down to, well, the last game in the group is two teams who, if they both draw, they both go through and the other team are knocked out. Yeah. 
So they just decide beforehand, we'll just draw the match. And neither of them tries to win it, and the other team get knocked out. Yeah. So I, I think they'd still have to go with groups of four, but then it will be a case of how are you going to figure that out? And it becomes this weird where, you know, um, certain second place teams, you know, can't, or certain third place teams don't go through, and some do, and some don't. It, don't it's a whole mess trying that. to figure out what are you going to do with what's well, essentially, I think. There's 32 teams in the world. How many teams are in the World Cup? Yeah, at there's the about moment? 32, yeah. 32, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we go down to 16 for the next round, so we lose half of them. That's right. So you're talking about an extra 16 teams in the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, I, think, which makes I, think, it... I think for a neutral, though, it might not be as fun as this. Uh, maybe not. I mean, maybe it would, because you'd have a lot more smaller nations as such in it. Yeah. Um. So maybe that would add add a little to it but it, I think I this, this, it depends as you said who, who how many teams get from each section like I'm assuming yeah. there'll be like four or five African nations There's, I think the, the plan is to have at least four if not five more African countries there and likewise have the same from like Asia and the so Middle East not, not five each but as in you know maybe maybe two from the Asia qualifying you know yeah. which is part of the Middle East so America, maybe they'd have all five go there or what have you um, so you'd have maybe the likes of Qatar able to qualify for the next World Cup. You'd have the likes of you know Saudi Arabia who are good. You might have, um, you know, you know you could have a Japan, you could have a, a China, North Korea, it could be in India even. You wouldn't know, you know, exactly. Um, football getting bigger in India, um, you know, so you could have a lot of those countries that never got to play in the World Cup suddenly getting there, and that that could add a bit of fun to it, I suppose. Yeah. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. I think it's it's kind of madness, um. Because trying trying to figure out how you can do it fairly with that many teams is going to be is so going to be tricky. The story now is Poland and Argentina qualify. Yes, so Poland play France. Is it? Uh, and Poland will play France. We we go on to that there now in a second. We go through the France group, I suppose, while we're talking about it. Yeah. And um, we might as well start with Tunisia France because that was the game that didn't have as much meaning given what happened in the other one. Um. France had a goal ruled out for, for offside, which was bizarre. Um, didn't get it either. It was a weird one. Um, again, it's kind of like, when are you, you know, when is this next phase of play and not this next phase? Of... He was yeah. offside. There's, there's no doubt he was offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, to but get the ball there. doesn't come to him straight away. No. It's like, so that's something that I don't know. Um, you know, anyway, Griezmann got one that was was turned out. Uh, France made we talked last night about I, we talk, I, say, I said it last changes. night what team's going to show up, but do you know what I mean? I mean, we were talking about how they might make a few changes, they yeah. made sweeping changes. Did they make like eight or nine changes? Uh, let's have a look at their lineup That's and a, have a look and I see if we can, we, can we can figure out. France did, yeah, uh, so Mandana came in and goal. Camavinga came in left back. Biasi yeah. came in. Uh, Fafana, Tushimani, Gertrude, then Conman, uh, Muani, and Gwenduzi. I, as far as I can see, there's two players. Yeah, they made nine changes. Nine changes, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Eight or nine. I think it's nine. Yeah. It could be eight. Um, madness. Absolute madness. <laughs> but again, um, he was trying to take. I think he took Tunisia too lightly, to be honest. He did, and it's a great win for Tunisia, although season, you know, they don't go through. I know, but like beating France, even just back home for them is a uh, gigantic, yeah. gigantic thing. And the thing is, you know, Tunisia with a big enough win could have went through. 
Um, they just again didn't get enough goals. Uh, but I think they were they were very good again. Um, France dominated possession, very wasteful. I thought France in this one. Yeah, uh, not good. And it just shows that you know, a couple of injuries, France could be struggling because their reserves side don't look as good. No, oh, Enduzi was absolutely abysmal for France today. Um, he, he wasn't good. Got, he got slaughtered online because the rating he got was a three out of ten. He wasn't good. No, Tunisia's goal. Terrible defending. Awful. Shocking. Uh, from from I know Pavard will come back in at right back, but um uh the Sassi was just he was awful. He was terrible. Um they were all poor. Varane was awful for that, you know, for that goal as well. Kamavinga. Yeah. I can't I honestly there wasn't a French player who was good. Uh, in fact, the best French players were probably the lads that came off the bench. Yeah. After exactly. they were a goal down. Yeah. Because exactly. at least they had a bit of a goal then. Yeah. Because before that they were terrible. Yeah. So you know, Griezmann came on, Saliba did well. Yeah. Mbappe came on, he was okay. None of them were great. They weren't, but they were still better than what was. They on did it. something, you know. Saliba came on, and they gave Saliba the best rating I think out of the French team, even though he only played about. 20-something minutes. I know, yeah. Um, that, that'll tell you how bad France were today. Um, and it's not like Saliba was brilliant. He didn't have a whole lot to do, uh, really. But you have to give it to Tunisia. When you talk about France being bad, Tunisia were very good in this game as well. They really were. Like, um, didn't I've have never... a lot of the ball. Very effective when they did have it, though. Yeah, they did their jobs. Every one of the players were very, very good. And a good win. And France, I think it's a weird one for France because they wanted to rest players. I always think momentum can be a big thing, though, and you don't want to lose. Uh, because now yeah. you've lost the game. I know, you haven't I lost know in a world, a world Cup match in so long. Yeah. So that's now gone. It's in your head, isn't it? Going into the next yeah. game. You yeah. know, and now that one is gone. And also, it's like, if you look at the guys that came in, like nine changes, none of them played well. Yeah, you're like if we're playing now against um, well, it'll be it will be uh, it will be the lads like I said, it will be Poland. Um, when when they're playing against Poland, it's a case of well, what if it's nil nil, or what if we're a goal down because Lewandowski scores in like the first minute or something, and it's like half an hour to go and we need to change things, and now you've nine players who played terrible. You're like, who am I going to bring on to change the exactly, game? Exactly, exactly. You know, and it's. I think oh. it's too much. I think it's too many changes. I think if you want to rest people, you make four or five changes, and then you take the other four or five outfield players off during the I, match. I would. I would have only like changed Mbappe and two midfielders. That yeah. would just be me. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Griezmann hasn't played enough. I think you want to keep him on the pitch. Yeah, exactly. And oh, because yeah. of this weird half an hour thing, like we we talked about many times before, um, he needs game time, and he looks better every time he plays. Those, which is yeah. good for France. Yeah. Now, I don't know what it was. I think Tunisia deserve it. I think Tunisia have been unlucky in this tournament in a lot of ways. Very unlucky. Um, and I think I think they can count themselves very unlucky here as well. Um, had Denmark and Australia Denmark, had Denmark and Australia drawn, yeah. Tunisia would have went through. Yeah. Had Denmark beaten Australia by a goal, I think Tunisia would have went through. Yeah. Um, so they had their chance to go through. They did what they needed to do, which was beat France, which wasn't easy. And then the game we'll talk about now. Uh, everyone, including ourselves, thought Denmark had a chance of doing well in this tournament. Not winning the tournament, but doing something in the tournament. 
and because of how well they did at the Euros. Yeah, I think again, it's just a case of people. Re- you have to realize that these players are four years older. Um, yeah, yeah, we're well, only Croatia. eighteen months on from the Euros. Croatia, like, the same, huh? Croatia are the same. But yeah, but I mean, Denmark eighteen months ago were in the semi-final of the Euros. I don't know. I think um, I don't think Braithwaite's good enough for this level. I and, don't think any of them were good enough for this. Like the thing is, Australia one 0 win, great for Australia. But the problem yeah. with Australia is how well, bad they are. They have a goal in them. That's they that. have a goal in them, and they do have team spirit. To me, they're still one of the worst teams in the World Cup. I don't know how they're into the next round. I really don't. They're the <laughs> worst Denmark, team in this group. Denmark they were abysmal. So I, I Denmark were abysmal. You have to do it on. It's like the World Cup or any big tournament. It's not one on paper. On paper, Australia have one of the worst teams in the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, now they could draw every game and win the win the World Cup. But, yeah. that, but that's it. But we talked about them the last day, and what they were is, to a man, they were brilliant. Yeah, they were. They were. And Suter, who we know, obviously, from the championship, um, was brilliant the other day when they won. He was yeah, great today. today. He was great today, yeah. He really was. Uh, and we know Moy as well from his time there. We know a few of these players we'd have seen him play in the championship before. Yeah. But huge. I mean, what an achievement for Australia yeah. to go through. And now they get to have a second-round game Against Argentina, yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, if they're stubborn enough that they'd find them hard to break down. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Who knows what'll happen in that game? Yeah. What happens to now? And I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens to the players. But Denmark go home bottom of the group at one point. Yeah, shocking, absolutely it's shocking, terrible. Yeah. And and you wonder, like, you know, Casper Schmeichel was terrible. Um, but we were talking. Adam, we said that he's pretty much his his career over of really. Um, Dahlberg was terrible um, they were all poor you couldn't name a, a Danish player that played well to be but there was one thing right, that the ref did give a penalty at one point yeah you know, he was offside but like yeah. it looked like a penalty again yeah now here's what I want to ask you right and it comes from the South Korea and Ghana the other day um, which you know that group isn't over yet but it is for South Korea Um. What it is, is um, we saw Son in yeah. tears after yeah. the match. Yeah. Right? Really, really disappointed. Feels like he's let his country down, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Denmark players really going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Really on a low one point from the World Cup, they'll feel like they failed. Yeah. They now have to go back and in three weeks' time play for their clubs. I know. It's mad. Do you think it's going to be something that drives them on? Is it going to be something that that affects them mentally for another little while yet? Uh, or is it just player to player? We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, it depends. Like I think Ericsson will be fine just because of his yeah. just how much of a professional he is. But the younger players might yeah. be affected. Like Son like... looked really disappointed the other night. Yeah, and I mean if Spurs have a game in three weeks' time, which they don't, it's like four weeks' time. But whatever, you know what I mean. I know, I know, yeah. It's still going back yeah. to that kind of mentality. I know what you mean. And they still have one more game to play. And it's, you know, it's it's that disappointment. Does that leave you? And for one thing, with South Korea, there, there's a bit of disappointment. They weren't really expected to do too much. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's still the disappointment of, of, of going out, I suppose, early. But Denmark were expected to get out of this group. Yeah, big time. So it's going to be interesting to see how it affects those players. And like I said, maybe Ericsson would... With his experience and that will be okay, but you don't know. You just don't know. 
is there issues in the back like Belgium? Um, a little bit, but I think again, we've seen it a few times. There's been a lot of shocks at this World Cup. Yeah. And it's kind of a case of maybe it's because it's not in the summertime. And they haven't had enough of a build-up with the manager and with the players or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you mean. But there seems to be an awful lot of big teams thinking all we have to do is show up and play our game and we'll win. Um, it's like they haven't had time to build you know, the squad and have any team bonding sessions or anything like that. Um, what you'd usually have in the build-up to the World Cup where you know they'd go away, they'd have a bit of a camp, they'd play some friendlies, they might go play golf together, they might, you know, all this kind of stuff. And they're straight into work at this World Cup. They didn't have time to do that. And I don't know, maybe maybe it's those teams that do have the stronger spirit sometimes can come true. Uh, yeah, I think you are having something though, about uh, the summer and the build-up. I think there's definitely something in that um, for a lot but of the Den- teams. Denmark should, should be coming out of this group. I mean, Denmark beat France the last time they played them. Yeah, exactly. And I mean... They were they were they were outclassed by France the other night, even though they only lost two one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible for Denmark, and uh, yeah, that's just the way it goes. So tomorrow we look at tomorrow's fixtures, will we? And then we look in, then we'll we look ahead to yeah. the second round games that we now know of. Yeah. From tonight's ones, um, tomorrow we've got Costa Rica, Germany, Japan, Spain in Group E. <laughs> Um, how do you see those ones going? Um, and just to give people should. a reminder of Group E, it is Spain on top of four points, Japan of three, Costa Rica of three, Germany of one. The problem points. is, so, are Spain going to do what France did today? Um, um, well, that's it, isn't it? Uh, yeah. and, and you look at the goal difference. Costa Rica have three points. They're playing Germany, but they have a minus six goal difference. Yeah. Japan have a better goal difference than Germany. Yeah. Um, so if Japan can get a draw with Spain, say, yeah. uh, Germany need to uh, beat Costa Rica by a couple of goals and they'll move ahead of Japan. So Japan need to win that game. And they could very uh, well, to be honest. Now, the danger for Japan is because Spain drew with Germany, yeah. Spain also have to win that game. Yeah, exactly. Even though Spain have a superior goal difference, if they lose to Japan yeah. and Costa Rica beat Germany, Spain are out. Yeah. So Spain Paris. can't go into the game like France in certain ways. But yeah, you do worry, will they go in thinking, well, we can beat Japan, but Japan are fighting for their lives. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they were very unlucky in the second game. They just, I don't know, they just got caught with a few changes. They should have played the same team, shouldn't they? In the second, should have. Yeah. I mean, a point there, even you know, Major would have meant a point yeah. against Spain would have been enough. Yeah, exactly. But losing to Costa Rica was just a disaster, and now they have to get something out of they have to beat Spain. If they yeah. beat Spain, they go ahead of Spain and they're guaranteed to be in the second round. Yeah, if they lose to Spain, well, they're out. Yeah, because that's the game, that, yeah, that's they're the game out they're because watching. they're out because no matter what happens, if they lose to Spain, they're out because either Germany win. And they go above them, or Costa Rica win, and they go above them, or it's a draw, and Costa Rica will go above them. Exactly. So, with a draw, it depends on how the other result is, but it's it, in all likelihood if Japan draw and Germany win by more than two goals, Germany scrape through, and Germany probably deserve it because of the way they played against Spain the other night. They they were good against Spain the other night. Um, 
I go to go out with a lemon save Japan qualify. Japan qualify and who goes out then out of Spain and Germany? That's that's the thing. Like, I think Germany are gonna hammer Costa Rica. So I think Spain thing is here's here's a weird scenario. If Japan beats Spain, say by one goal, yeah, right? Germany to go ahead of Spain would have to be Costa Rica by eight goals. Okay. All right, so yeah. Uh, how mad would it be if Germany beat Costa Rica 10-1 or something or and Spain lost or... to Japan and Spain nine. go out? Yeah, that would be incredible. After the first game, that would be incredible. That would be it. It, it, it would be mad. But, you know, it's it's going to be an interesting one because everyone can still go through in this group. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, which is mad. And everyone could finish anywhere. Like, uh, like I said, Spain are top of the group. They could go out if results go against them. Yeah, exactly. You know? Uh, Costa Rica okay they're playing Germany but Costa Rica say draw with Germany and Spain beat Japan Costa Rica are true yeah you know uh, it, it's a bizarre one Um, you know I mean there's a scenario where where um, like a draw for Costa Rica and Japan lose by enough goals you know well if Japan lose anyway they're gone yeah, um, yeah it's a weird one it's, it's going to be interesting but you think Japan qualify and then you're not sure out of Spain and Germany who's going to do it. Oh, um, it's I'm, one. Uh, tough one, yeah. Again, maybe Japan go through by drawing with Spain and Costa Rica draw with Germany and Japan go through on goal difference. It's the way this World Cup is going, you never know. Like. You just don't know what's good. Like, no one picked Australia to go through today. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and they did. Yeah. So, who knows? Why not? Costa exactly. Rica after getting hockeyed seven nil or whatever it was in the first well, game. Japan Spain. Japan Spain is the game that I will be watching at the end for the run at the same well, time. You watch that one. I'll watch Costa Rica Germany, and uh, we'll we'll keep each other updated. Yeah. Uh, before that tomorrow night. So yeah, uh, looking forward to it. It's a good group. Yeah, it's a good group. Tomorrow. So uh, we also know now what's going to happen with. Um, the the second round, um, if we can if we can figure that out, um, when the that, matches are, can we figure out when those matches are going to be played? Uh, there was a a, a a kind of a document, alright, but I can't find it. Uh, let's have a look. Scores and or fixtures. I move ahead to Monday. Um. So not Monday. It would be. Um. It would be Sunday. Those games would go. Oh, we got, have it yeah. Here. We have it here. Argentina Australia is on on the third. So. So that's uh on the third. So yeah, Argentina Australia are at seven o'clock on the third. And France are which on the is Saturday. Yeah. Um. And then Sunday is where we have France Poland at three. England Senegal at seven. Yeah. So how do you see those ones going? And um, these are France. also paired together. So Argentina to beat Australia. And if we play Poland again in the next round. Uh no, they'd have Netherlands USA. All right, okay. And uh, that's um, the other side of the draw now. France would um, beat Poland. I can't see Poland beating them. France would beat Poland, England, Senegal. Uh, England should be should have enough, but with the way they've been, it's hard to know. You don't know. Let's that could be an England France quarter final. Yeah, which would be great. I'd love that. And it could be a Netherlands Argentina quarter final. Yeah, but again, United States are talented, so it's hard to know. Hard to know. Hard to know. And Holland haven't been great. 
But I think, again, they'd be the favourite. Well, Argentina should not lose to Australia, but again, stranger things have happened. They lost to Saudi Arabia on the opening (laughs) day, so it's like, you know, nothing nothing is beyond the realm of possibility. And like we said, France should be Poland, but that's a tricky second-round tie. I mean, Poland, Lewandowski, you just don't know. If he turns up, he gets two goals from two chances. That's it. He only needs one, really. But that's that's it. I mean, like, France could dominate possession, have 27 shots on goal. Chesney plays like he did tonight, and Lewandowski gets two chances and scores twice. Um, Anything is possible. Uh, So we'll wait and see. But it's going to be interesting. And it's, I'm looking forward to the round of 16 getting going, but a couple of, still a couple of group games to to get in there first. So Canada, uh, Canada, Morocco tomorrow as well. uh, Canada, Morocco tomorrow. So we might as well talk about Group F as well tomorrow. Yeah. So Canada against Morocco. I think Canada beat them, even though Morocco are good. Thing is, and it is kind of a weird one, isn't it? In Group F, um, yeah, it's it's for me. This is always a tricky one to call because, um, have a look there the way Group F sits at the minute. You have um, Croatia on top with four points. Yeah. Morocco second with four points, and there's only one goal difference between them. Belgium in third with three points. Canada eliminated without a point. Yeah. Now, Belgium play Croatia. Yeah, Belgium. They won't show up because there's too much drama with them. Yeah, which means if Morocco get a draw against Canada, they're true. We said we were talking about Morocco, that they could do something. We were saying, like, who would your dark horses be? And you were saying you fancy an African team to go far. Yeah. Or to get to the quarterfinals, perhaps. Yeah. And and we said it's probably going to be Morocco. If it's yeah. going to be an African team that gets to the quarters, it'll yeah. probably be Morocco. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's going to be tough because if they don't win the group, like even if they win, like the problem with this group is you're matched with Spain and Germany, most likely, depending yeah. on how it goes. So whether you win the group or finish second, you're either going to have Spain or Germany. Now, I think Morocco could take Germany. I do too. I wouldn't like to be playing Morocco. No, they're very all. good. Um, and um, Ziyech, who hasn't been great for Chelsea, really. Not not the way he was for Ajax. Very good for Morocco in this tournament. Yeah. Especially yeah. when they beat Belgium. Yeah. Um, so Canada, nothing to play for. So maybe pressure off. They might show up. Yeah. I think but so. it's also going to be a case of what you do as the Canada manager, right? Um. Do you want to go out and win the game and like end on a high because you're hosting the World Cup the next time? Yeah. Or is he going to rotate the squad and give some of the lads who haven't played yet in the World Cup a chance to play in the World Cup? That's a tough one. Knowing that you're already eliminated. Yeah, that's a hard one to call. Like, if he rests players, you know, Morocco only need a draw in that game. Yeah. If Morocco get a draw, they move to five points. Belgium can't catch them unless they win. And if they win, Morocco are ahead of Croatia. But players so, like Jonathan David and all these young fellows, they won't want to rest at all. No, no. And, and the thing is, is if both games are a draw, it, it stays as it is, you know? Morocco, yeah. well, Croatia. I can't see Belgium qualifying at all from this. It's very tough. They have to be Croatia, is yeah. the way I'd look at it. Because yeah. even if Canada say 1-1-0, one, one, yeah. and Croatia and Belgium draw, yeah. Belgium still go out. Yeah, Exactly. Um, because of the goal difference. Yeah. Morocco plus two, Belgium are minus one. Yeah. That'd be interesting. 
Um, it's going to be interesting. Like Belgium have to beat Croatia, and they are two older teams. Yeah. And I do think Morocco are going to go through. And it wouldn't surprise me if Morocco beat Canada and end up winning the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see. And it. then what you're going to have is whether it's Belgium or Croatia finish second, they're going to have Spain in the next round. Yeah. Um, and that's not going to be an easy game. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It's going to be interesting. I think that group is going to be an interesting one. Um, I do fancy watching the Morocco game, even though the Belgium-Croatia game is probably going to be a better game in terms of both teams have to go for the win. Yeah. Um, because, again, if, if Belgium beat Croatia and got six points, a draw would do Morocco and Croatia would be out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Tough, tough group to call. Um, how it's going to go. But I, I, I fancy it to be maybe as it stands now. Except reverse their positions, maybe. Yeah, no, I, I think it might be Morocco top the group, Croatia in second. Yeah, um, I think so. I, I think... wouldn't be surprised if Belgium show up and get a goal. But like I said, there's a lot of problems in the camp. Yeah. Um, kind of like, reminds they, you of France. Remember they that played, time with the players? They played so toxic and it was horrible to watch them. Yeah. yeah, what what World Cup was that where the French players started? It was when our, when the Thierry Henry handball qualified. 2010. Yeah, and they, they were just in fighting. There was problems with the squad. And, that when the next guy went home and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it was, you know, Belgium reminds me of that French squad a little yeah. bit. It, yeah. It's not all out in public or what have you. Yeah. But they remind me of it. They look like a team who aren't together. No, they're not at all. Um, and that, that could be an issue. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting one to see. We will uh, leave it there, will we, Phil? And we'll uh, come back tomorrow um, when hopefully we'll have. Uh, have a few shocks and surprises in the games tomorrow. Um, must say, though, another day without nil all draw. Yeah. Very that, good. five in a row? Four in a row? How many nil alls has there been in total? Is there four or five? There was a lot in a row. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, only, I'm only saying it because the lad said today that there's only been one in the last World Cup in the whole tournament. <laughs> yeah. We haven't had one now in about four days. So That's good. Ever since Let's we hope started. for none tomorrow again when the games matter. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. It, so we'll, we'll wait and see what happens. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks everyone for uh, tuning in, listening and uh, rating us and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's uh, it's always good and it does help us. So yeah. so thanks for that. And we will uh, be back with you again tomorrow night. Yeah, cheers.